Hello folks, Banjo here. Unfortunately, this week I go on yet another long rant, mostly about dice, collecting, and general gaming addiction. Fortunately, Rasputher is able to keep me relatively in line, and we have a couple of communication issues, which our producer had to work through. Next week, we should be back to our normally scheduled storytelling with some new content from Raspather. See you on the other side. So, you want to hear a story, huh? <laughs> Have I got a story for you? I was over here minding my own business when suddenly... An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Locust. Who put that crab there? Crab? I didn't see any crab. Don't tell me there were two crabs. They work in pairs. You better have a damn good explanation for this. No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Excuse me, Magic Co-host, thinking you can start the intro. Uh, I am I am Banjo. I'm the interrupting rasper there. <laughs> Folks, he says that, but really, I'm the dick that <laughs> usually walks over him. We are a podcast that generally speaks about gaming, and I get kind of, so far, have routinely been getting kind of loaded during the episodes. And as once in a while, I go on a, uh, go on a long rant. Rasputher is my compatriot and longtime friend, and he tries to keep me in line, although, to be honest, it's a full-time job. <laughs> oh, no, I just, I just follow along, and I'll just make sure... At least we'll, what topic we do land on, we just sit on or try as best as we can. But eh, I've been lacking for the, I've been a little slacking for the last episode or two. Oh, whatever. Uh, don't worry, my friend. I t- like I said, it's a full time job to keep <laughs> me in line, and that's entirely my fault. So uh, uh, last week we kind of covered, we covered some stuff. We covered games we've never played. Hey. That we have in our collections. Exactly. We phys- we either have physical or print or digital copies of, which is amazing. Yes. And that kind of brought us to a, uh, a sort of... Cer- well, it brought us to the topic of... Collection. Of the addiction. Yeah. <laughs> Way to rip the band-aid off, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're right. The, the, it had to be. It had to be said. You're right. It's an addiction. If you're a gamer, you excuse me. Let's really narrow this down to a target. <laughs> if your yes. name is Phil and you and you are a gamer, <laughs> sorry, Phil. Just kidding. Um, if you are a tabletop gamer, there is a high high likelihood that you have an addiction excuse me for tripping over the word i don't like it but it's it's true yes gaming Um, brings addiction sorry go ahead yes well it's addiction can be a strong word and dear listeners um we're not kidding when we're using this word addiction um because i to be honest with you I have actually done many of times. Instead of using money to get something that I should get. Food. 
food, paying rent, or whatever, um, mm. I've actually gone and bought a tabletop RPG book instead. Mm. <laughs> a few of them, yes. So, um, it is a real thing. It's nothing to laugh at. But in the nature of this podcast, let's keep the humor up. <laughs> yeah, let's. Let, I mean, we're and gonna... let's go to the ridiculous values of. There's always room for more dice. Absolutely. There's always enough paper to make your 16th character. Um, there's always enough bookshelf space for that next expansion book for once this for another. No, absolutely, absolutely, and you're right. It's a serious topic, but as far as as far as I know, having done zero research, <laughs> gaming is not a life ending addiction although unlike other other yeah. kinds of addiction which you should absolutely seek help for yes this is more one of those kinds of addictions that's like yeah it's honestly and truly uh, classified as an addiction because yeah you may you may or may not be making stupid decisions based on this hobby yeah but they're probably not going to probably <laughs> only going to really hurt your wallet for a little while yeah and maybe hurt you back for carrying it all up. And <laughs> right. Well, and and I think so. Let's so going to the dice thing. Yes. First of all, you you and I have both split pounds of dice. Yes. There are only two things in my entire life that I ever remember buying by weight. <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. So let's call it three things. Okay. That's the third thing. Oh, we'll get to it in a second, food. I guess. Food. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing. Food that's comes, obvious. Food comes by weight. Hey, I go yes. to the deli counter. I want half a pound or a pound of Swiss cheese and a pound of Munster and, yeah. you know, a and three pounds of roast beef or whatever. Sure. <laughs> a pound of pastrami. <laughs> On rye with with the grilled on. Oh my god! Sorry, that's a whole different subject. <laughs> I had a totally different podcast. Short version. <laughs> Short version. The guys at work have routinely gone to a local deli. Oh, it is legitimately a deli in that you can get sliced meat and cheeses, but you can also order sandwiches. One of the guys at work combined those. And said, hey, can I get a pound of pastrami on rye? Oh, God. With the fixins. The Jeez. woman behind the, the lovely woman behind the counter said, yes. Thus gave birth to the pound of pastrami sandwich. <laughs> I've had one. It was freaking delicious. Oh, God. I got halfway through my pound of pastrami with... <laughs> It, I think it was with grilled onions, coleslaw, and spicy mustard. It was delicious. I had half a pound. I said, OMG, I am going to be full th until dinner. And then I proceeded to eat the other half a pound. And I regretted it. Well, I regret it. I, I regret nothing. <laughs> but so, right. The point is, food comes in weight. Right? Yes. So that, that's, one, deli that's one of the two, yes. Deli counter food I've bought by weight. The other thing I bought by weight is beer ingredients. Okay. Oh, okay. Great, you know, grain for my beer, I buy in quantity of weight. 
And the third thing I've bought <laughs> by weight that yeah. I can remember is dice. Uh-huh. I mean, who the hell needs a pound of dice? <laughs> like Everyone, you, of course. You don't even get to pick the colors. <sighs> you just buy a, a literal pound by weight of dice. They send you a pound of dice. <gasps> From yes. my experience, having bought three pounds of dice, <laughs> one of which I split with my, with my co-host Rasputin. Yep. The other two I kept for myself because I felt like I didn't have enough dice. It was cool, right? <laughs> yes. By weight, a D20 is more than a D4. Fine. So yeah. you're probably going to get a whole bunch more D20s than you are a D4. Yes. Absolutely worth it because you get some freaking gorgeous dice and they always... <sighs> Chessex, who make the best dice in the world. No, seriously, like, I think almost oh, yeah. every single set of dice in my collection is from Chessex. Even the offshoots, they even make custom dice. I think minimum order quantity 10, which is ridiculous because damn right I'm going to order 10 dice <laughs> custom d6s from you for like a stupid low amount of money. I don't even remember. Um... I have some. They're gorgeous. You can have 10 different kinds, I think, if you wanted, as long as you oh, order minimum 10. These are the paranormal. Uh, um, so, Chessex yeah. is amazing. They come mm -hmm. in pounds. <laughs> but, like, yeah. the, like the, the, summarizing my rant, why you do not, you need, like, two or three complete sets D4, D6, D8, uh -huh. D10, D12, D20. Uh -huh. You, your friends, and if you're really picky about rolling every single die at the same time, fine. Get some dupes. That's why I said two to three sets. You can lend one to your buddy. You can throw 3D6 if you want. You don't need a pound of dice. Well, hold on, hold Why? on, hold on. You do need a pound of dice because you got to remember, some dice don't behave. So you got to separate those from the ones that do behave. No. Right. You're okay. There is the, the, so but the right, but that's <laughs> that goes to psychology. So one of the things that I I personally feel contributes to this whole to the whole shenanigans of oh you you never have enough dice is pop culture right there's a lot of gaming culture that says oh ha 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 you don't have enough dice and we all laugh about it but then but then you do something stupid like oh well clearly i need to go buy 2 pounds of dice and by the way the thing i forgot to mention was the chessex dice always guarantee a full set d4 through d20 they're usually gorgeous and off they're not off prints but they're like limited runs that they don't normally carry so you can get some pretty awesome looking dice that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else can't pick them whatever it's part of the crapshoot of buying a pound of freaking dice sorry but again pop culture perpetuates this idea of oh if you paint all your miniatures something bad's gonna happen therefore you must always have a whole bunch of miniatures that are unpainted so you don't go insane and anytime you see pretty dice you gotta buy them like 
I don't know. I think it's ridiculous that like pop culture is kind of like, oh, hey, you're a gamer, therefore you need to have a crap ton of dice. And I'm not even getting into like the books. <laughs> well, I don't think pop culture says you need a lot of dice. Yes, I mean, it does. I'm only coming from the experience from some gaming podcasts that I watch right. that only maybe one at one and maybe at t- most two people have that mentality that there's always there's never enough dice everyone else just thinks they're crazy <laughs> right okay so maybe that's the new way of maybe that's the new way of thinking but like the old way of thinking like dork tower yeah like literally had a panel like hey i finally finished painting all my miniatures the guy collapsed igor i think it was igor was like oh my god we need a pound of prussians stat like do like that was one of the tropes of gaming like do not ever paint all your minis and i well, think there was I, a, another webcomic or something that was like you think you can have enough dice never like I, I, well, I honestly, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm thinking is, yeah, back in the day, yeah, it was like blown up or grown bigger than its normal things. That the, the people who are like that are becoming the minority. And then you got the, everyone else who plays. <laughs> so there's finally some sanity coming to the, to the new generations are bringing sanity to, hey, look, you need exactly this number of dice for this game. Yep. That's very refreshing, actually. Yes. I will freely, freely admit I'm a horrible <laughs> collection hound. Just talking about dice, I'm pro- <laughs> I feel like I should be looking at the Chessex website <laughs> and ordering more <laughs> right yeah. now as we record this podcast. Actually, I might. I-, I feel the same way, but my reason behind it is with mm-hmm. the recent moves from one cave to another... I've lost a chunk of my collection. What? Oh, yeah, so I have to reach to, to back to my standard of I, living. I know what you're. Getting, I know what you're getting for festival. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, okay. To be fair, I haven't bought dice in quite a long time, and mm-hmm. even then, I bought some really cool Chessex uh, standard size. To me, standard size, not the mini size, D6s, <laughs> because they honestly looked like they were light gray with melted crayon. Oh, wow. OMG, these things were so pretty. Like, I think they call them like brown rainbow or something. Like, the, okay. like the, the name does not fit the fact that they honestly look like they're dark. They're they're very pale gray with melted crayons in them. They are gorgeous, and I bought a brick of the standard size, which I think is what twelve dice. Uh huh. Mostly because I wanted because we needed something for fiasco. Right? You need, oh. You need light dice and dark dice for fiasco. Yeah. These are pretty as all heck. Mm-hmm. I like them. I really need some uniform dice for fiasco. I'll buy them. So I've been getting better, to be fair. Um, I haven't bought random RPG books, which, (laughs) again, it seems to be one of those things that, like, hey, the newest supplement for game XYZ is out. Why don't you have three copies of it? (laughs) 
Dungeons and Dragons is honestly one of those yeah. ones where it's like, why? 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 Do you really need 300 supplements just to play the game? No, you don't. No, you really don't. No, I, I, but it's just, it's just more information, just that extra book, just to, that, those extra options and that little extra bit of story bits that can, can come from it. Great, fine. <laughs> then why do you and I both have libraries of books of games we've never played? It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, is it just us? Like, does anyone out there in well, the listening audience like feel this obsessive need yeah. to buy every freaking book on the shelf because they don't have uh. it? I mean, that's uh, an honest question for you folks, and you can respond yeah, to us on social media at our various... Definitely. I, I know in in the group of friends I have on, on my lower end of the Eastern Sword, um, I'm the only one who has this problem. <laughs> that's good. I mean, that... that that's okay. good. So it's kind it's, of... Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it's good and refreshing because it means yes. that we're finally getting out of this darkness where, <laughs> where it's like, OMG, there's a new game supplement from my favorite publisher or a brand new system from my favorite publisher. Yeah. The only at this point, I, I've I've said this again, and I've said it. I'll say it a million times. The only one I'm beholden to at this point is Mongoose because <laughs> Mongoose is amazing. Yes, since that Mongoose love you. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I should have an angrier rant about this, but it sounds like it sounds it, like it's getting better. It, so that's good. it's like a it, it's a good feeling just. Reminiscing when you find these books, like especially for example, for like the one of the books I mentioned last time in the last episode, where I just randomly found it. I just like, oh, it's just like this book is pretty and awesome, and I must buy it. Well, that's a, that, and that's generally how it happens, right? It's yeah. Like, oh, hey, look, look at this new eye candy, and then all of yeah. a sudden you're buying a book <laughs> and you're three hundred dollars in debt because. <laughs> Yeah. Like you you enjoy the system so much that all of a sudden you have to have it. Like Vajra Enterprises, right? That was a perfect Oh yes. Independent gaming. Uh I wish I could have brought it up, but technically we played that game. We, yes. well, we played in dark alleys and we play tested a whole bunch of the other stuff. Uh, yeah. For those of you that don't know, Vajra Enterprises is again an independent publisher. Um, they have games such as in in dark alleys, Kid World, where everyone plays one of the youths. Yep. Uh, there uh, is Voodoo Blues. Blues. Oh, Blues. Yes, uh, like, Seekers. Oh. Uh, Fates worse than death. Oh my god, so many. Yeah. And they they use an open gaming system, and I'm sure we should... Yeah. You and I should probably do a full episode on them later. When I discovered them, a big part of it was because they were independent. And I really like the the organic rule components, orc. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. But there was no reason for it, because we were literally not playing any of the games other than... Uh, in Dark Alleys, I think, which was like the modern horror game. Yeah. Um, that even, took, yeah, took place in modern traps, yeah. Even though 
Fate's Worse Than Death was a darker cyberpunk version of Shadowrun, effectively. Yeah. We played a ton of Shadowrun. Oh, yeah. Maybe playing a ton of Shadowrun is why we didn't do it, but somehow I still ended up pre-ordering <laughs> every single game, pre-ordering and signing up to beta test every single one of their games. Yep. Like, again, I absolutely hope and pray that the newer generations of gamers don't have this problem. But as you alluded to, I also had the same problem. Like, there were times in university when I was like, oh, I don't need to eat lunch. I'd much rather buy, you know, a... (laughs) Oh, yeah. A couple <laughs> bricks of dice and whatever new thing was on the shelf. You know, whatever <laughs> yeah. new game was on the shelf because that was that was just how life was. Oh, yeah. Like, we could play this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Hey, guys. <laughs> what you, hey, what do you think of this game? Oh, that looks awesome. You should totally get it. Okay. <laughs> and that was the end of it. Yeah. I don't know. Good times and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the hard part of this whole thing is that our version of gaming is a social thing, right? Yeah, okay, fine. We could play out and play cards, or we could get together and do storytelling. And it was like, oh, well, fine. A normal deck of cards is four bucks. Everybody has them. But how many times can you play spades? Or even hearts. (laughs) Right? Like, how many times can you play spades or hearts before you start to get bored of it? Like, whereas other forms, like tabletop social gaming is like, OMG, every time we sit down at the table, something new and exciting happens, and we actually, we have a direct impact on it. Yeah. So, (laughs) I don't know. I mean... I just, I, I kind of feel, I part of, a big part of me feels uh, sort of lucky that I've kind of grown out of the the whole phase of, hey, I need to buy every single oh, yeah. thing. I still somehow managed to have two and a half, three pounds of dice. <laughs> Probably four pounds collectively if you really put <laughs> everything together. I don't know. I mean, do you think it's a sign of like the state of things that people aren't buying into the consumerism the way that you and I did? Or? Well, I think it might be the state of things where back back when we bought a lot of stuff, there was a lot, a lot of indie publishers are trying to vie for attention. Right. And it, I, I'm not saying there isn't that now, but there's a lot more bigger publishers now. That have their own little niche groups right. and things like that, and people just focus on those. Like for I know with both of us, we are like yeah, there was D and D, and there was and there was uh, White Wolf, but we also found all the other smaller publishers that right. had like like Vajra just, Enterprises, yeah, and a lot of open gaming licensed products that yeah. I've owned and given away so many books, I don't even remember. Like, there was the Weird Wars, which is like a werewolf version of World War II. (laughs) Like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Do you still have Nobilis, by the way? Just, like, thinking of other games that we've never really played. Nobilis. I don't think... Did you ever have Nobilis, or was it... No, you... No, no, that was one of the games that... That, that, uh... That slipped through our fingers. Okay. We, we met, because it was the book that we always seen in the gaming store. Oh, yeah. And it was like, we couldn't figure out 
what what the noblest was. We right. looked through the book, we read it. It's like right. It's, this doesn't make sense. It seemed, I don't. It, right. It system. seemed like a gaming system. Yeah, but it was kind of like a novel, and it was like fifty, sixty <laughs> bucks. It was like Ooh, yeah, that's like that's like the one book out of our price range, and like oh, oh yeah. Man. But you know, like, but you're you're probably right because back then, I mean, consoles were around, video games oh, were yeah. around, but the, I don't know, like, we were we kind of I think we had the unfortunate fate of kind of catching it toward the end, like the the whole tabletop fad toward the end of things because it was like, oh, why why sit around a table with your friends when you when you can play uh, <laughs> yeah. Xbox with with new friends in Japan at two thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, for absolutely oh, no freaking reason. Like yeah, so maybe my rant is a little premature because now that I'm. But um, but remember, this is also another the thing is yeah, there was people who played the games, but there's not as many people now because now it's like everyone is coming back either coming back into the hobby or finding the hobby themselves. Right. Well, And, then, and it's and, becoming big again. Right. I was actually going to say that because I think the D&D Adventurers League oh, yeah. is bringing a bit of a resurgence. So really, if anything, I'm hoping that we can kind of provide a cautionary tale. <laughs> Absolutely, find your local brick and mortar gaming store. Oh yeah, look for D and D Adventurers League on on your favorite uh, website search. I'm not going to say the name of the one that everybody <laughs> uses because I personally don't use it anymore. I prefer DuckDuckGo. Whatever, find mm, yeah. them. Go out. Be oh yeah. Please go out. Be social. Find new friends. D&D is a great gateway drug to yeah. role playing. <laughs> and I mean gateway drug in the most sincere and loving manner because oh yeah. if you find the right group of people, you will make lifetime friendships. Oh Lisa yes. Sarah and I were both just students in college. Oh, yeah. And literally the only thing we had in common at the time was that we both enjoyed this stupid thing called role-playing. <laughs> yeah. And it was amazing. <laughs> and, like, I've known you since, what, 2001? Like, 17 years of, friend of like, deep, yeah. deep, loving friendship through role-playing. So, Oh, yeah. On the one hand, the addiction has given me very fulfilling, fulfilling. Oh yeah, relationships like with with wind and through a whole bunch of other people. Oh yeah, but it's got it. There's a risk. Oh yeah, the, the basically the risk is you get so into it that you spend a whole bunch of money and it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I forgot to buy lunch because I was getting the latest copy of, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The latest copy yeah. traveler or paranoia or D yeah. like I don't know. So it's it's such a mixed bag. Obviously, take care of yourself first, please. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, like the next <laughs> generation of gamers kind of you know rely is relying on you to uh, <laughs> procreate, spread the word. I don't know. I don't think uh, I don't think it'd be that much of a problem nowadays. No. So. But 
it's still a rabbit hole that can be easily fell in. Absolutely. And again, I feel like I have fallen into one of my own (laughs) dark, doomy pitfalls. Like, oh, this world is so terrible. It's not. No, yeah. yeah, Yes. If you do get it, for the people who are in the gaming, you'll find, if once you, as Banjo said, when you find the right group of people, it's a, it's a relationship that you develop. It'd be satisfying, and fulfilling. Yeah, I don't want to say it's a lifetime commitment because commitment kind of like <laughs> commitment has a connotation of oh, you must do that. No, no, no. It's 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 a lifetime of reward. Yes, there we go. Rewarding relationship, and that's what it can be. Obviously. Oh yeah. Obviously, you know, all the caveats of, oh, you know, not everyone's a great guy, like Rastafair. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, and that's what the whole adventure, like, Adventures League, right? It's, you, oh, yeah. you jump in, you play a couple of games, you can jump out any freaking time. Oh, yeah. Around, absolutely find a group, enjoy the company. Uh, mm-hmm. the, I guess the takeaways are, yes, Dice will sometimes roll like Sometimes you want to literally murder them. And we have. <laughs> yes. Raspather has been present. Yes, I've seen a few hammers. Story time, because we have strayed so far off of act, telling actual stories and more about giving our opinions. <laughs> Brief story. Okay. Shadowrun. We were playing Shadowrun. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you, I don't think you were there for this one, but this is, ha- this is true story totally happened. Uh, All right. we have, we have, somebody has video proof. Oh, geez. A, we were playing Shadowrun, a roll went so badly. Oh God. That all of the dice that were present for said roll were lined up in a circle on the driveway after the session. <laughs> the offending die was placed in the middle of said circle. <laughs> the offending die had its charges verbally spoken against it. It was judged, and it was smashed with an eight pound sledgehammer <laughs> with all the other dice as witnesses yes it, the act of doing it is as ridiculous as it sounds dice generally unless you are super spiritual and believe that everything has a life force are random number generators you don't yes. need to get emotional about them if it makes you feel better to smash a couple of dice in your driveway with an eight-pound sledgehammer, fine. Do it. Yes, do it. Absolutely do it, because it's very cathartic. Yes. I'm pretty sure I have, like, an eight-millimeter tape of this die-related snuff film. <laughs> all in all, like I said, die-related tropes. You're not supposed to share dice with others because of bad oh, yeah. karma. You're, uh-huh. you, you can never have too many, blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. All <laughs> bullshit. And this is crap I used to believe. Fine, I might have a couple of sets of dice that I prefer to keep to myself. That's why I buy pounds of dice to lend to other people. 
But yes. psychologically, in the back of my head, I know it's all bullshit. They're dice. They're supposed oh, yeah. to roll at randomly. That what's ma- that's what makes it interesting. Oh yeah. But somehow, like these things got into the gaming community and, and like poisoned us to the fact of oh, you can't do this. You have to do that. Like I don't know. I'm I'm done. I just I just can't anymore. I feel like I've been talking for thirty fucking minutes and just and saying nothing. No, you've just been saying that. You're just you're just passionate for the hobby. I am. Has led you to your ups and downs with collecting dice, uh, venting frustrations of just bad luck. No, and that was, that was not vent. Sorry to interrupt, but that was not <laughs> venting frustration. That was hostile. <laughs> that was that was a that was an aggravated act of revenge. <laughs> <laughs> against an inanimate object that had no choice in the matter. Like, that is the state of the hobby that I played in <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> so, uh, finish, finish your thought, please. <laughs> please get me off this stupid pedestal. <laughs> save save uh, me, Rasp, there. <laughs> Our lord and our handsome dragon lord and savior. Oh, but yes, this hobby is a passion. It leads you to many ways of frustrations, aggravated assaults, and even the deepest friendships. Mind you, aggravated assaults against dice, inanimate objects, character sheets, things like that. Please, never, ever, 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 ever. Inflict acts of violence upon your fellow players. Oh, never! <laughs> Don't do that. That's most a big no. Most time, most conflicts can be talked out. Or yes. Hell, if you really feel that strongly about something, just walk away. Oh yeah. If you really, honestly, truly feel so strongly about a situation, just walk away. It's not worth it. It's a fucking game. Oh yeah. Uh, even in the online chats, people take shit way too seriously. It's, at the end of the day, it's a fucking game. Yeah. Don't go blowing your life <laughs> savings away on dice or books or uh, fancy life counters, anything. Just, it's not worth it because at the end of the day, all you really need are some good friends, uh-huh. a handful of dice. Uh-huh. And a few hours of time to spend with your buddies. Yes. It. You know, you don't need all this other shit. You don't need to, like, constantly refill the coffers of dice. <laughs> no, none of that's necessary. But, yeah, sure, it's fun. Okay, whatever. Oh, yeah. Call it a hobby. But by any other definition, it's it can be addictive. Yes. All right, I'm done. You're done? All right. I'm done. I, I can't. Talk. If I do, if I keep going, I'm just going to get more pissed off. <sighs> well, right. Yes. I personally would like to go back to the stories. Yes. Done too many of these stupid tangents. Well, a good tangent helps us clear our minds for the stories that we've been holding, the, to clear the cobwebs out of the story in our heads. That's a fair point, yes. 
I um, I also detect a little hint of a uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, maybe. Oh, maybe a spoiler alert. Do you have some ideas for what you want to talk about on our next episode? Oh, uh, probably. Uh, of course, I have to uh, have to use the feather duster to sleep out some of the shelves and get you off know, some of the books. <laughs> you have to you have to knock off a couple of cobwebs. That's fair. <laughs> knock off a few cobwebs. So I believe, as if you agree with me, this is a great place for us to end tonight's end tonight's episode and our few episodes of rants. I I I I would I tend to agree. Yes, I I think I have I think I have been talking <laughs> to myself for way too long. Uh, I've been I've been complaining to the listeners for too long. We need to get back to the actual point of the podcast. You and I talking about <laughs> things that have actually happened to us and that no longer no, nobody cares about and blah blah blah. Um. So would you uh, would you like to give our our our, uh, our dear dear sweet listeners for suffering through these? <laughs> Uh, a little taste of what may or may not be coming, because, you know, I'm not really sure what you're thinking. Alright, well, um, as a little tidbit, um, we'll, we'll go to the, as we mentioned back in episode one, looking long distance, um, it, we did mention D&D, and us playing D&D, so I was thinking thinking that well let me tell a few a little antics that i have been through with a group of people i know for the past year and a half or so oh nice Actually, no. so these not a year so, and a half that's way too long about a year sorry okay. i added six months nice <laughs> so basically it's oh uh, like- but yes with uh right adventures of my uh, uh of my monk nice where as i mentioned back in episode one where the DM no longer shoots arrows at my monkey. So basically, you are currently in a game, and it sounds like there's some interesting things that are happening to your... Uh... <laughs> Unfortunately, Chuck has, has decided to move on to bigger and greener pastures. Oh, okay. Uh, he can no greener longer... pastures, I presume? He can no longer, he can <laughs> no longer con- contend with my drunken rampages. He actually <laughs> left three episodes ago. And was replaced by the lovely, as ever, Sally. Uh, our producer, Sally, who, given this episode, <laughs> this is a horrible, horrible episode. I honestly feel like we should re-record it. Not going to lie. <laughs> but maybe, well, well, we'll see. Alrighty, folks. We have been Let the Dice Roll. Oh. Uh, at some point, we will try to stitch this all. Well, excuse me. I will try to stitch this together so that our poor, poor, hapless producer Sally doesn't have to completely suffer through the whole thing. But we'll <laughs> see. Uh, there's been a whole bunch of discon- disconnects. You can find our contact information on letthedicerole.com. Raspather and I are both on social media on Mastodon. This is like the worst episode ever, I promise. Oh, my God. Uh, well, next episode, hopefully everything should be better. 
and Sally will help, hopefully help us fixing these I technical will, issues that Chuck's... I promise I'm going to triple her salary, take her for my <laughs> steak dinner, no no lewds, I swear to God, I'll keep my hands off her this time. Chuck was just irresistible. Uh, yeah, all right then. On that note, I've been Banjo. And I've been Rasputin. See you next time, I hope. Uh, please. Please, please. <laughs> Stick around. I, I won't even ask you to donate to Kofi. K-O-F-I. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Take care, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye. Next time, everybody. Bye-bye. So sorry. Ha, ha, ha.